Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes we don't know exactly how the provision is going to come. And sometimes the provision is coming in a certain way, and we get used to that way, and we start looking to the person instead of looking to God. We have to look to God because God is the one that sends the provision. It's good being with you today. I'm continuing uh, teaching on unusual provision from unlikely sources. God spoke this to me about a month and a half ago, and he's not only spoke it to me, but I've I've experienced it, and I believe I'm going to experience it some more. And one of the things the Lord told me is that the unusual provision from unlikely sources, one of the ways the provision was going to come is God was going to use people to give the word of the Lord to me. And I've had this happen several times that God has used someone in in the last few weeks to bring a word to me. And because in the wilderness, and sometimes you're in a wilderness and you're kind of going day to day, and but in the wilderness they learned that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And and that word, the word for word is rhema, every rhema. So I believe it's in the wilderness that God will begin to give you a rhema, a specific word for a specific situation. And uh, sometimes you need to actually go back and review review some of the things that the Lord has uh, spoken to you and go back to those things especially if if you're in a setting and and uh where it seems like things aren't exactly going the way you think they should be going to go back to what you know the Lord has spoken to you the specific things that he's spoken to you first Thessalonians 5 18 says in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Uh, that word prophecies means foretelling. Don't despise someone that begins to declare to you the word of the Lord. And then he says to test all things and to hold fast what is good. So some people have taught test all things means that if something's ever prophesied that you've never thought of, then that can't be from the Lord. But that's not true. The Bible says to test it. And so we test it in the Spirit. Sometimes God speaks something to you. Even uh, today I've had someone, God used someone to speak something to me, and I know I need to, and I tested it, and when the person spoke it, it bore witness to me. And so then once it bear witnesses to you, it, it says hold fast what is good. So you begin to hold to the word of the Lord. You begin to hold to what God has spoken, the specific things he's spoken. So it says do not despise prophecies. And a part of despising is where you think too little of it. When God speaks something and you don't, you don't test it, 
And then after you test it and you find that it's true, you don't realize that that God will lead you through a process before that word will come true. First Timothy one eight says, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you. And again, this is the fourth telling. Timothy had some prophecies. Timothy had some things spoken over his life that were uh, a counsel that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience. Having faith, so, uh, so continue to have faith in those things that you know God has spe- spoken. Faith and patience. Faith and a good conscience. Walk in integrity. And you know, sometimes we just want to, we want to quit. We want to give up on them. But but he says to wage a good warfare. And, and the good warfare is the war, warfare where we win, where we win. And sometimes God will speak something and it seems like it's done. Seems like it's going to happen tomorrow, but it might actually start happening 10 years later. It might start happening 20 years later. But go back, go back to those things, to those things that you know God has spoken concerning your life. And so I know God told me that he's going to send unusual provision from unlikely sources. And so that's people, people that I wouldn't expect are going to have the word of the Lord. But also God is going to use people, even people that I wouldn't expect or not so much, it's not always that I wouldn't expect, because sometimes it's people that I would expect, but it comes in ways that I wouldn't expect. And that's an unlikely source. And so I talked about how God used the raven to feed uh, Elijah, and an unclean bird. And then uh, the brook dried up, and so God sent him to a, to a widow, and how that widow was an unlikely source. And God said, I've commanded the widow, but yet the widow was not even aware. The widow was not even aware that God was going to use her to uh, to sustain uh, Elijah, but yet she was, she was willing. She was willing to give him a small cake, and that small cake sustained her. The multiplication came to that seed. And I want to tell you something. Whatever seed God requires or asks you, it is small compared to him. It might be at large to you, but compared to him, it's small. And sometimes it is actually is small. But when you when you release it, then you invite God to get involved in your situation. Now, again, unusual provision from unlikely sources. Because she was willing, this widow was willing to sow into the prophet, God sustained her. And not only did God sustain her, God sustained the prophet. And, uh, and you know, sometimes we don't know exactly how the provision's going to come. And sometimes the provision is coming in a certain way, and we get used to that way, and we start looking to the person instead of looking to God. We have to look to God because God is the one that sends the provision. So Second Kings chapter 4, it says, A certain woman of the wives... Of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant 
feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Now there's something that's missing here, because the servant, I don't believe, actually feared the Lord. Because if the servant feared the Lord and trusted the Lord, the servant would have found out that the Lord wanted to take care of him. And the servant would have also found out that the Lord wants to take care of his wife. So if there's no provision for the wife, then you've not really feared the Lord if you're you're married. If you're married. So um, it, she said in verse 1, And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be a slave. So she had uh, no means of support. So Elisha said to her, Now look at this. She's looking at Elisha to be her source. And so Elijah asked her a question, what shall I do for you? And then Elisha said, tell me, what do you have in the house? What do you have in the house? In other words, she was saying, you have something that's going to bring supply to your life. And she said, your mate service has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. She told Elisha, I don't really have anything in the house. I just got a little bit of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. What was he telling this lady? He was telling this lady, a principle of God, that God has an abundant harvest. Now, it's very interesting, even though the wife hadn't taken care of I mean, even though the husband hadn't seen that the wife was taken care of, God is married to the widow. And now that the husband is gone, God wants to make sure that that widow is taken care of. So he told her to go borrow empty vessels. Go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors. Empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. Now, why did he tell her not to gather just a few? Because he knew that she would gather a few. She would just gather enough to barely meet her need. But he said, no, I don't want you to gather just a few because I don't just want to meet your need. I want to send abundance into your life from all your neighbors. Did you catch that? Go out and everywhere you can think of, ask them to sow. Well, no, not not to ask them to sow into her but ask them for a, for a vessel, to borrow the vessel. Do not gather just a few. And when you've come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. Now, whether the widow lady actually told the people what was going to happen or whether she didn't tell the people, I don't know. But he told her to borrow the vessels. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons. Now God is getting ready to send unusual provision into her life. But before unusual provision could come, she had to shut the door behind her. And there's a scripture in the Gospels that says when we pray in secret, God will reward us openly. You pray in secret, you go into your closet but you go, and as you go, you pray in secret. And when you pray in secret, God will reward you openly. And when God rewards you, he doesn't reward you in secret. He rewards you where other people can see. Now, here's another principle I see in this passage. She has been put to shame 
openly. She's in a situation where she feels like she could lose her sons. Her sons could be slaves. And she really, she doesn't know what to do, except she knows to come to the prophet because she knew that she had confidence in this prophet. Now God is getting ready to pour out a generational blessing on her. God is getting ready to pour out more than enough. And this is what God wants to do in our lives. God, you might be going through a season of lack. You might be going through a season where you don't know how you'll ever get out of this season. And God, it will give you an instruction. And when God gives you an instruction, as you obey that instruction, then abundance will come from obeying the instruction from the Lord. God has a funny way of sending abundance, and I've experienced that before. I've experienced it on more than one occasions where I would pray, and when I prayed, one time the Lord told me, he said, I'm going to release a $100,000 seed into your ministry, and it will come from outside the church, and when that seed comes, it will begin to produce a change in your church. I prayed about it. Sometimes I didn't pray about it at all. Sometimes I did pray about it. And about four years later, that seed came. That $100,000 seed came. It came from outside of the church. It was unusual provision. It was from an unlikely source. I prayed in secret. And when I prayed, but really I didn't pray in secret, but I was praying with a group of people. But still, my prayer was to God in secret. And then God rewarded me, rewarded me openly. He gave me an instruction. So she began to get the vessels, and next week we'll actually look at, at, at what she did, and and we'll look at how God just totally changed her life. Her, she was never the same. She was never the same, and God can give you one instruction, and in that instruction, your life can totally change, and you'll never be the same. I just want to encourage you today, if you've never received Jesus into your heart, if you don't have Christ into your life, that's really the starting point. And I want to encourage you today, if you'd like to have Jesus into your life, if you'd like to follow Jesus, just to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, I come to you now in Jesus' name, and I just admit that I'm a sinner I admit that I've missed the mark, and I admit that I need you. Jesus, I need you. I need you in my life, and I invite you to come into my life, and I invite you to come and cause a change to come into my life and make me into the man, make me into the woman I need you to be. And and I thank you for hearing my prayer. I thank you for coming into my life. I thank you for changing me in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas, 77466. 
If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Berkshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast, The Best is Yet to Come, wherever you get your podcasts. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you, and thanks for listening.